The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at the feet listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good evening, everyone. I can only imagine the dismay that Martha had when she thought she was right and she brings to Jesus' attention her inattentive little sister who left her to do all the work. I can only imagine her, how she must have felt when Jesus told her, you're wrong, your sister has chosen the better part. And I know it's difficult for me to hear that because I think we live in a country that values uh, work and productivity. And most of us, if we're honest, feel like Martha should have gotten a little bit more credit, right? Because she was the one who was hard at work and her sister was only sitting there at the feet of Jesus listening to him. And Jesus uh, very gently but firmly corrects uh, Martha. Martha, Martha, you are troubled by so many things. Uh, only one thing is necessary, and for her part, her, your sister has chosen the better way, the better part. And so uh, through the ages, this gospel reading has come to represent two, two arms, so to speak, the, the contemplative arm and the apostolic arm, uh, the contemplative, the prayer, and the apostolic, the, the doing of things. And uh, Jesus says in this uh, passage that the sitting at his feet, listening, this contemplative is the better part. And so I think a lot of us uh, may have difficulty with this. Jesus, I don't think, is saying that we don't need to do the apostolic work. He's just simply stating something. And I think it's also um, one of Jesus's needs at the moment. I think hospitality has to do with looking at the person where they're at and what their needs are. How many of you have ever met somebody who thought they were being very hospitable, but they were just doing things to feel good about themselves and they were maybe actually making you feel uncomfortable? Um, when I went to seminary at uh, St. Meinrad, Archabbot Lambert used to say that he hates pineapple upside down cake. I happen to like it. 
he didn't like it, though. And he says there's a certain family that he goes to, and they always insist that he eat it. And he tries to say no, and they won't let him say no. You have to eat. This is my specialty. It's the best thing I make. Oh, no, I'm, I'm on a diet. You're not on a diet tonight. Here you go. And even though he doesn't want it, they basically force him to do it. This kind of hospitality is really um, a, a, a kind of a pride. You know, I'm really good at making pineapple upside down cake, and you will like it whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, real hospitality looks at what the person actually needs and strives to reach that need. Uh, Jesus, in this gospel reading, uh, he's preparing himself to go to Jerusalem. He knows already his impending death. And maybe deep down inside of him, he's a little torn up about it. You know, his will, he wants to conform to God's will. He knows he's going to do this thing and it's going to be painful and difficult. And all he wants to do is spend time with his friends. He goes to this out-of-the-way place of Bethany to be with his closest of his friends. And Martha won't sit down. She's so busy. I remember coming home from Rome, and I had taken lots of pictures with my uh, Nikon camera, and I made this slideshow with music behind it. And I couldn't wait to show it to my family. And, but I couldn't press play until my mom finally sat down. And she kept doing stuff. She kept walking around. She kept cleaning this. And I was like, would you sit down so I could play this video? Um, and so I wanted, in her hospitality, she, she wanted to serve and serve. And all I wanted to her to do was sit down and listen and just enjoy. And I think that something like that is here with Jesus. He wants to bear his heart to his friends before he goes into his passion. And Mary is there, giving him her undivided attention, sitting at his feet, listening to everything he has to say, and it's fulfilling Jesus' need uh, to be loved as well as to tell and to teach uh, what he wants to, to teach his disciples. And so he says Mary has chosen the better part we shouldn't come to the conclusion uh, that work is wrong. You know, elsewhere in the gospel, Jesus talks about um, it's not enough for us to say, Lord, Lord, and uh, just to pray for the good of an indivi individual without reaching out and, and helping the person. Uh, what we actually have to do also good works. And so Jesus uh, says, um, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God. He says, when I was thirsty, you didn't give me anything to drink. When I was hungry, you didn't give me food. When I was in the hospital, you didn't come and visit me. When I was in the prison, you didn't come to comfort me. And all these things are things that we're you know, called to do for our love of the Lord. And so there has to be a balance of prayer and the apostolic life, good works. Uh, at the monastery um, I went to, it was a Benedictine, and one of the mottos of the Benedictine order is ora et labora. It means work and prayer. That the two really go hand in hand. The first we spend time listening to God, listening to Jesus and what he's actually uh, calling us to do, and then giving 
our energy towards completing those things that God is calling us to do. And so they go hand in hand. And so Jesus is asking his disciples first, the first, the better part is to sit and listen so that you can know then uh, what it is that you're called to go out and, and do. And so the work and the prayer, uh, they really go uh, hand in hand. You can imagine how many times Jesus went about in different villages and, and sometimes he was rejected, right? <clears throat> he gave the famous uh, quote that uh, no prophet is a prophet in his native land. And so you can imagine how um, unwelcome he may have felt when they didn't sit and listen to him. And so to have Mary sit and listen uh, to Jesus uh, this was the thing that Jesus was really searching for. He probably wasn't interested in that elaborate meal and all the work that Martha uh, was trying to do. One of the beautiful things also we hear about listening to Jesus comes to us directly from God our Father. When Jesus began his public ministry, uh, we hear the words uh, come from heaven. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And so the better part for us is to spend time uh, with God in prayer, with Jesus, with our Lord, and to then get our marching orders, so to speak, so that we can then become active in our world. And so today as we reflect um, on our own, on these gospel readings, we can think about, uh, am I spending time listening to Jesus? Because chances are most people go about doing without listening uh, first. And so that would be maybe uh, my own reflection and call you to think about that. Uh, how, many, how much time do you actually spend at the feet of Jesus rather than wanting to go out there and to uh, do everything before you really understand what it is that God might be calling us to do? Amen.